the aspect of finding you, right? That's hard to do. There's some other CRM companies that they come, like you said, right on the first page. It's always, it's never going to change. They're spending so much money on that. That gets into the other form of leverage that I'm thinking about, which is media, which is content, which is you being on this podcast. And clearly, like when your team had reached out, you have this initiative. It's like, we're going to go and create some content. We're going to get our CEO featured on these different podcasts. Why podcasts? Why creating content? I mean, is what came to your mind to think we need to go and get out there and put some content out in the world? Yeah. First of all, we create content because what we're trying to do is help people grow companies better, organize their sales better and all that. Software is just a small part of that. We create a lot of content ourselves on our blog. I have a podcast as well. It's a good way of helping people beyond the software. And then that content is all for now. We have all our content free. It's sort of a way to get the first touch with Salesforce and maybe at some point you, uh, you try our system. You asked why podcasts. Actually, the nice thing about podcasts is that they're one very personal. It's much more personal than doing a conference presentation, for instance. Secondly, for a conference presentation, I need to spend a day, maybe two, maybe three to create a presentation, which is an enormous amount of work. The audience will not be super big. The audience of your podcast is probably bigger than the audience of most conference talks. We can talk a bit about Salesforce, which in a presentation on a conference is almost not done. I don't get the chance to actually say what our company does. People right. just need to see the name. And then at some point, like, oh, I should maybe see what they do. Or... Right. <laughs> and I can scale this. I think in the last year, I must have passed the 2000, not 200 episodes mark now. My colleague, Gary, she reaches out to podcasts that we think are a fit. She books them, uh, get on a call with you. We talk for an hour, it's recorded, and it goes out there, goes to your audience. And if people like it, they might at some point try the software, but they might also not. I mean, it's, uh, it's completely free. And we see it more as a, some brand building, putting value out there, helping people rather than it's generating direct sales. Yeah. I've seen it too. Like If you're always in sales mode and everyone's always pitching something, you can see the desperation. It just like we were talking about before with LinkedIn. It's like, you have to make a sale. And if you don't make a sale, you're not getting lunch today. Where when you get into the brand part, it's like, you feel confident in what you're doing. You feel like you can take some steps. You can do, you're doing good work and you're trying to meet and work with the right people. You're not just absolutely having to work with anyone that answers the phone, right? I think there's a lot more to it. Do you see the ancillary benefits of podcasting? Like you said, making a personal learning, maybe being a better communicator, a better listener, a better question asker, maybe better training for your team. Does your team see it as like, wait, I can listen to you and I can learn more about the ways you're thinking. Have you seen those benefits? Have you thought through and reflected on other things than just growing the business as it relates to creating content and being on podcasts? Yeah. For my own podcast, for instance, I initially saw it as an interesting piece of content, basically in the sense that what I do in the podcast is I interview fellow uh, software as a service founders. I shed a light on what they do, uh, their daily life, sort of the things they think about and all that, so that fellow SaaS founders don't feel lonely. They can actually see that behind all these big companies, there's known software, there is people struggling with the same things, and we try to expose that. Just very helpful for other people. At the same time, it almost doesn't generate any leads, I think, our podcast. What is the nicest benefit I get from it is that I get to meet awesome people and that often 
there's partnerships forming afterwards, maybe not directly afterwards, but we know each other at that point. We had a personal conversation and that's just a really nice way of building up a network and meeting other people. Yeah, it's genuine. It's not that genuine, that, that word that's thrown around. It's just real. It's like real conversations, real people talking and, and who knows what comes from it. I've always said like, not always, I've really thought about this though. Like we can get on a podcast, like from your perspective, like you can get on a podcast I might obviously listen to it and have this conversation. I might become a future client of yours, right? And I'll go and subscribe to Salesflare. Someone who listens might subscribe to Salesflare. That's the known benefit. Then there's these unknown things that you possibly... Like whether it's a partnership that came down the road or someone reached out to you and threw out some new idea or someone wanted to buy your business. I mean, who knows what can come from those things? It's just... That is the reason. Just have these conversations. It's no different than us running into each other and having a, a nice conversation over a cup of coffee across the street. But so many people can learn from it. It's like, well, wow, if I could just like, I think you had mentioned the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Like those books are so important because they put all this stuff out there and you can just learn from it. It's just there. Like, why wouldn't I want to take advantage of learning from that person who put up basically a memoir together of hundreds of pages that we can learn from their different experiences? And it might be the extreme example, but those extreme examples are fascinating. Right. And it's no different than listening to a podcast. So whether it's that extreme example or a small business that's just getting started, I I think people have something to say. And I think you agree with it. And and I don't know maybe what holds people back from creating content. Like a lot more people are doing it. And a lot of times it's time. I don't have time to do it. Like I'm sure you get this. Like, you're on how do you have time to get on a podcast? And you kind of get that a little bit. I mean, you're running a major company. You're responsible for a lot of people. You're responsible for a lot of businesses. You have to make sure everything stays secure. If there's any issues or fires, you have to put them out. As the leader of your organization, do you have time to reflect? You sounds like you do because you're spending time, like you say, an hour during the day talking to me on a podcast. And for some people, that's like, why would you do that? Get to work. Or this is actually work. This thinking, this reflecting, this working through things and having conversations is a big part of your day, right? And maybe you don't make any apologies. Like, I'm going to go on a bike ride right now. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to go listen to, I'm going to go read a book during the day. Do you do those things? Or is it like, just go, go, go all day? All, and then at night, maybe you can sit back and reflect. I don't read books during the day. I read books, but they're after working hours. During working hours, I might have a podcast with you. Before that, I was actually on the review site answering people who left us reviews. Before that, I was, what was I doing this morning? I don't remember. Yeah. There's just these, these very essential, important things. If you bring a, a business back to the essence that you can focus on. And that's actually also one of the nice things about running a software as a service business. Is I used to work in a consultancy before. You're just running after the demands of clients all day. It's very messy and chaotic. In a software as a service business, we're always in the business of building building value, helping people, educating. And that is a very, well, it's one very motivating and two very calm in a way. And I can decide to spend my time the way I think makes most sense to create the most of that value. Content Matters with a Z is our content marketing company that helps entrepreneurs tell their own stories to those who care. And here's the thing. We think every entrepreneur that is willing should have their own content platform. And we want to help make that happen both by working directly with entrepreneurs and by sharing our own stories, exploring the craft of content marketing. Content matters, one piece of content at a time. Learn more at kazcontent.com.